What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com at EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM, and MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1, HAM in the numeral one, and by GetRoman.com slash HAM. Get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. And by SeatGeek, download the app, promo code HAM for $10 off. I thought Wednesday was one of the more devastating baseball doubleheaders. It was the total opposite. Like, it's everyone loves the sports talk topic. Like, would you rather lose when you know it's over early or have your heart ripped out like the Dodgers did? And the answer is... So would is, you rather be the Braves or the Dodgers? Right. And, I, and I'd rather... I don't, this, I don't even want to debate it. I've had that conversation one million times. But I will say... Both, what would you rather be? Both are... Defi- I'd rather be the Dodgers. Both are devastating. We've talked about I this a million I, times. Look. I think, I, I think the Braves, though, is the easier one to land on. Sure. That's fine. Both of them are devastating. And I Your thought, call's next at 1-800-HAM. And, and I thought, <laughs> lines are filling up. We want to hear from you. I thought um, both games. Now, I'm not saying Bruce Bochy wins both games. But I thought the, both of those games were... Bochy, there is no way Bochy leaves Mike Fultonevich, Fultonevich in the game when it's 2 nothing after he's walked in a run. And there is. Did they have a guy up in the pen? Uh, it took. A, it was a couple more. Ba- I think the next guy gets a double, and then they go to Max Fried. Yeah, and then, uh, the whole Dodger, the Dave Roberts thing was. Now I don't know. It's hard to crush Dave without fully knowing. Was this the way that him and the baseball operations team just planned out the game beforehand, and they had to stick to the script? I don't know, but uh, both both those games were just in their own ways absolutely 
demoralizing. Demoralizing. Yeah, to me, given that the Braves game, I'm with you, but it could, it might not have made that big of a difference. You're right. In the Braves it game. might not have, but you can't let a guy who just walked in a run after he already. And I know there'd been an error, there'd been a bloop. You just got to, you got to get him. You do not have time for this. You would say one of the best players of his era. You you probably could argue it'd be like him or Verlander for the best, most accomplished pitcher of his era. Now, Bumgarner postseason wise, but I in baseball the regular season means a lot more than most sports. And he's done. What is he at? Four or five Cy Youngs. He's been incredible. He's one of the best players in the history of their franchise. It's not really arguable anymore. Like I, I hate using the word choke, but for whatever reason, like is he? Does he have a little Peyton Manning? He's thinking too much. Is it just now he's at the point where he's just older? He can't get it done. He's one of the best players in the history of one of the most iconic franchises ever. And, and whenever anyone's going to think of him. Like, it's not, today is not just heat of the moment. I do think this is kind of going to be an elephant just in the room on his career when you're talking about Clayton Kershaw, unless he's able to get over the hump in the next couple of years, which they're not going away. Maybe he'll go away from me and put in those spots. How does this happen to this human being, guy? I've, it's, it's one thing to like, you know, he just can't get it done. He walks a guy, he hits a guy. He's giving up fucking moonshots. Moon shots. I mean, I've argued they're against it for a few one. years. He's won three sides. I've argued against it for a few years because I've hated it because I'm like, let's, I just watch him. I'm with you. I don't I don't think he's choking, right? I have never thought that. But you can't but, be at the guy at the bar now and be like, but you la- know, it's, just, it's a fake narrative. After last night, I, it's undeniable that something, that whatever it is, I don't, I don't even think we don't have to get to the bottom of it. We just know it. it is. It just is. Him in the playoffs is not the same. Now, part of this too, right, is his team has gotten – as time has gone on, his team's gotten really good. He's in all these playoff games. Now he's past his prime. Like, he's not that guy anymore that was, you know, Cy Young, 2011, Clayton Kershaw. But now the good news for him, he's 31. They're going to keep being in the postseason. Even if he's not the guy you go to out of the bullpen, he'll probably still start some postseason games. But those haven't been good either. So it's been better. He's he's had moments that yeah. were better than well, I mean, you get more pitch you get you give up back to back home runs in the first inning of a five inning start, you can bounce back. But Coward had a take today that was like uh you know, historically in the playoffs, he's terrible after the sixth inning, so you put him in, in the eighth. Well, yeah, he hasn't pitched the other seven, but it's psychologically. And I was like, I don't know if psychologically, just because it's later in the game, like what if it was the equivalent of the Brave situation? You bring him in the first. I think it's more that he just doesn't have the shit to get people out. Yeah. And those two guys. He faced the two, like, the two best hitters on that team. Two of the best in hitters a vacuum, in baseball. I mean, th- those are two of the best players in the sport, right? Right now. Yeah. If, if you just did a draft from scratch, would Juan Soto make it past five? No. I mean, just all the position players in baseball, age matters too. No. Does he go top two? I mean, Trout goes one. And he might go second. Yeah. If I took Judge. Juan Soto over Trout, would would I be called the Village Idiot? Or uh, Mookie Betts? You talk, you're right. Mook, your it'd money? probably Trout and Mookie Betts go one. Huh? I'd say Trout and Mookie Betts probably go Trout one. Trout goes two, one. Right? Yeah, I mean, I, you could take Soto too as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> like that guy is. When you're factoring age and money especially. But, I, yeah, he's incredible. I, I just... 
Did your heart drop first? Yeah. Little when he when that happened, yeah, I, I felt bad for him. Yeah, and, and the I felt I got after he first of I all Rondon. I feel bad for him. That was a bad matchup for him. But to leave him in there after he gives up that home run to face Soto, man, and that ball was absolutely killed. Well, I, I was texting with some people. Let's just use the Bay Area sports. And they clearly example. didn't trust Jensen. Anyway, go ahead. Like, if you're Kershaw in, like, a month, you just want to go out to dinner, you know, you live in fucking wherever, and I don't know where he lives in L.A., but wherever he lives. And he wants to just go to a nice dinner. Typically, a guy like Kershaw, even if you've had some bad moments, when he walks into a place, everyone's so excited he's there. It'd be the equivalent, you know, like, it's not the equivalent, but when, like, Clay shows up or Bumgarner shows up or now, like, George Kittle shows up, like, everyone's so excited to see the guy. Even if George Kittle, let's say this season in the first round, has, like, a Tony Romo moment where he fumbles at the goal line at cost of the game, like, people would forget about it a week later. He's still your guy. He's going to get over the hump. I don't think there's anyone, at least in my lifetime, that I can remember in this area. I know Steve Young had a couple moments, right, when he first took over from Montana, because I remember my dad's like, he'll never be Joe, he'll never be. But then he did win the Super Bowl, and he won the MVP. Like, it can't even be denied. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, and he won the Super Bowl. So, like, when Steve Young, who I think still lives down by San Jose, like, walks in someplace, like, that's fucking Steve Young. There is something with this guy, like, in L.A., what do you think about, like, Sandy Koufax or Kobe Bryant or you know, Kawhi Leonard or whoever, you know, hell, like Blake Griffin. This guy walks in, everyone's like, oh, there's Clayton Kershaw, but you're kind of looking at him like, he just can't get it done. <laughs> like that is in the back. How do you ever shake that? If they never win a World Series, now the World Series will shake it. If they just win it and he's on the team and he's one of their starters, yeah. even if he's like the third or fourth guy, right? Like Zito style. Zito is the first but, guy I think of, although it's not probably not totally fair to Clayton, but yeah. But if he, if they never win it, <laughs> Which there's a chance because this sports is weird, right? It's just, it's not, if this was basketball, they would have been guaranteed a championship probably these last three or four years, right? They just would have won one because the best team typically wins one. Like, guy, they can't make it out of the first round. But, it, but well, they can't. I mean, they've lost it, in the world. They've weird. lost in the world. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, if, a, if the equivalent of that happened in basketball or football, it'd be enormous. In baseball, it doesn't feel as crazy, right? Like, they did lose a Scherzer, Strasburg, like, Rendon. Like, that team is its just hard to win a series in baseball. Yeah, I mean, Soto is – Soto and Rendon might be the two best hitters in the series. I'm just saying, how does he ever the, shake it, guy? Yeah, I well, – In his own not. town, where he should be where he should be held like royalty. But if I'm, a, if I'm an L.A. guy and I love the Dodgers, I still, like, like them, but I, I don't quite look at them the same. I don't trust him, and that kind of sucks. You just don't really – how could you trust him? It had to be in the back of your mind, like, are we sure we want to do this? I know. I, like, oh. I would not have done it. When their whole thing was like, they're going to Kershaw next, I'm like, I, I thought – So what did he do? He pitched three batters. He, he got well, one out and two bombs. Yeah, well, he strikes out – who did he face? Um, Lefty. Uh, Ether. Yeah, uh, what's his name? The guy they traded to, from the White Sox. Um, Who was on the Dodgers a long time ago, right? So he... he when when they take the lead in that game, I honestly felt like the game was over when the Dodgers got up early. But then you start thinking like, well, what are they going to do after... Once Walker Bueller's out of this game, the Nats have a shot every like 
two or three innings, the Nats will have a shot. The innings that those guys come up, they have a chance. The problem is everyone else stinks in their lineup. And as it turned out, Howie Kendrick came through. He was one of the guys I thought stunk. Not stunk, but just like the, the only guys that were going to create runs created runs, the two of them. And then Howie actually got the big fly. But I just didn't. I just couldn't believe they were doing it. I couldn't believe they were doing it. Now, part of it was they had a closer they didn't trust. But Ma- Maeda's I- been their best guy. Joe Kelly pitching for that long was crazy. It's just. Do, do you agree that the the bigger wow moment of the game was the two home runs by Kershaw more than the grand slam? Obviously, the grand slam led to the win, but the Kershaw yeah, moment I mean, the was second, like a historic historic the, moment. The Soto home run, yes, but what I still thought at that point was the Dodgers have played in so the Dodgers had so many freaking walk offs this year, and I don't think I think the Nats can only score like every three innings when that part of their lineup comes up. That's how I felt at the time. So I still felt like I still felt like the Nats. And then Corbin, like all of a sudden Corbin in a tight game is like, oh, not that sharp. I I, I thought it was one of the bigger, you know, kicks in the dick you'll ever see. The two home from that guy, like the elephant in the room that he does it. I, I, I just, because I know the way I felt watching it, I can't imagine being... John Middlecoff, born and raised in L.A., at that game or watching that game, the feeling I would have had. Like, I, I, it's hard to kind of I know. reach deep. But like, then we've done this a lot. Will Smith almost, almost, like, Will Smith almost hit the, the walk-off home run in the bottom of the inning. Are the God, are the baseball gods against this human? Do I know. Not, do they want to limit Kershaw's historical place and our franchise's place? Because I, I thought I, I had a guy I went to college with, diehard Dodger fan. I'm like, you know, worst case, you'll just be the Braves. Right, you'll have like eight, ten straight years of kicking ass, and you'll win the one, and it'll feel still pretty sweet. I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> you think, but there's no guarantee they ever win one. No. Now I do love Walker Bueller. He's my favorite Dodger by far. But they just he's don't. It's pretty sweet. Like like Bellinger, bad postseason. What do you have? Like four hits. Yeah, I mean when you when you fucking try to hit one to Long Beach every at bat. You know, this isn't like, hey guys, maybe the mad dog in me. Let's choke up and go the other fucking way when you got two strikes. Now, I get the Farhans and the the Billies and the Zaydies and like Farhan Zaydies are the same guy. But they're just teaching, you know, just supercut. When I went to the 49er game the other day, I took our buddy Brian Hawkins. He played with a guy at Cuesta who is now J.D. Martinez and Justin Turner. And this guy had never really made it, but he was a big believer just as a player on the getting the ball in the air. And then somehow he linked up with J.D. Martinez, right, like ten, less than 10 years ago. His career has taken off. You know who he's the hitting coach for right now? The L.A. Dodgers. And he's like, our age, you know. But that's his philosophy. You know, he's swing up, right, get the ball in the air. That's why when I heard an interview about six months ago from Dusty Baker – and Dusty Baker said, he was like, you know, whatever he's doing for the Giants now, he's like, it was the first time since, because when you're managing, you don't go around to the minor leagues during the season. When doing this job, it's kind of cool, right? You get to go see all these players, kind of get your hands on them. But he's like, when you go to batting practice now in the minor leagues, and for a guy like Dusty, old school, he's like, it made me want to puke. I see them nonstop hitting the top of the batting cage. 
where in my entire life it was drive the ball, drive the ball, drive the ball, drive the ball. That is not what's taught anymore. And that's the only thing is to get the ball in the air, get the ball in the air, get the ball in the air. And I think sometimes when you do that, because Stanton's a good example. Now, I think he's hitting, he was okay in the series. Now, granted, the Twins were terrible. They kicked the shit out of him. But, like, you can get after him in big spots because he's just trying to swing for the fence. He's not really choking it up and going the other way. He's not Tony Gwynn here. And I think that's the problem sometimes with the Dodgers. Like, that's why I have, I have faith, like, when Justin Turner comes up. I'm like, this guy's just, he's going to hit some home runs, but I feel like he's going to give a good A-B. He's going to get just some wood on the fucking ball. When I watch Cody Bellinger, it, it almost feels like he's either going to hit a double off the wall, a home run, or it's a strikeout. Well, yeah. And that's that's sometimes a problem, though, if that's your best what player. Like, I don't even, do you feel like that with Soto or Rendon? Because I don't. Or, like, Goldschmidt? That's why, no, is that's that just why most, those teams are that's advancing? Just 20, that's just most guys. So, I, guys. I just... And that's where this guy's elite got pitching... A, I mean, elite pitching is elite pitching. Now, is Corbin elite pitching? Well, I mean, he's paid like an elite pitcher. Is there any player in the history of sports that at least we can speak on in our lifetime that has the tainted resume yet as a great player and a great guy? Like, I don't look at Harden. Like, I think people think Harden's kind of slappy, whatever. You know, there were probably, you know, Harden, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook. Like, I'd say Clayton Kershaw is better than those guys. Now, maybe Harden is probably a good, good parallel for Kershaw. No, I don't think – I don't think Hart like, I think Harden's still – he's got a ways to go. Uh, like, it's different. Chris I mean, Paul. When you're a pitcher – no, I, I, to me it's hard for a like basketball player. Like, I never – what, what Chris Paul team should have won championships? Like, I – like uh, the that one Clipper team that beat the Warriors, yeah, that lost to the uh, the Rockets, up three one. Yeah, that Maybe. was a championship. I, I just team. I have a heart like to me the baseball one is so much worse because you're the pitcher that just gives up the home run. Yeah, because Chris Paul can just blame James Harden. It's like, hard hey, for me to have a basketball. Shot. I mean, to me, it's quarterbacks and pitchers are just in a different starting pitchers and closers. Okay, is there a quarterback that you can think of that just? I mean, Peyton for a long time. But then but he, he shook that twice. Yeah, he shook it. But that's where it was with him. But it was a shorter period of time, right? It was from like 2000 to 2005. This guy's had it now for like 10 years. Really? It wasn't longer than that for Peyton? Well, he came in the league in 98, and he won a Super Bowl in 07. So it, I think it was – it really heated up from like 02 to like 05. It was just so extreme. Yeah. And he he kept losing to the same team, who then kept winning the championship. That that's kind of what made that it. to me is it's the, different with Kershaw. Yeah, but that that's the comp to me was Peyton before he won. But then he but like his career ends, and now you just look at him like two time champion. Went to a couple. Went to three. But we World still Series, do kind of acknowledge that. That I do. I I, you know. I actually think he's not. If you were picking of the last like fifty years, I'd go like five guys at least before I'd pick him in a big game. And he's easily one of the best players I've ever seen in any sport, right? He he, one million percent would not be your number one. You know, let's say you couldn't pick Brady. I don't think Manning would even be in the discussion for most people. As like, you had to win one game, what quarterback would you want? Unless you're like a diehard Colts fan, I don't think anyone would pick Peyton. Do you? No. I think Tony Bennett had that at Virginia before they won last year. They kind of had that thing going, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Yep. Sometimes you get it with coaches for sure. Yeah, you do. You're. I mean, D'Antoni. 
You get it with Coach Antonio. He's not Kershaw level, but Andy. Andy Reid. Yeah, that's a really good one. That's a great one. Hardball right now. Who has a like? Who would you say as a great coach? Would you say Andy has more respect than Harbaugh with the casual guy? Yeah, and the non-casual, the hardcore. Yeah, I, I do think there's a strong segment that like I wouldn't say fraud, but just thinks Harbaugh is legitimately overrated at this point. Yeah, and like you said, he's the only guy in America that consistently can go like ten and three, and you're like, poor shit, man. Just you, we talk about him like he won four games. He brings it on himself, but it's like people act like Michigan would just runs itself, where it didn't. Before he what showed up. What average? Like six wins a year for seven years before he showed up. So, I know he can't beat and Ohio State. He's got to beat Ohio State. But yeah, that, well, that thing well, is... You, I'd say this year, like, you you can lose to Urban Meyer. Like, he had four straight years, Urban Meyer got him. But at the end of the day, like, Urban Meyer's better than Jim Harbaugh. We all, even if you're Jim Harbaugh's wife, you'd acknowledge that. You can't lose to Ryan Day. But the problem is, I'm watching Ryan Day's team, like, I think they're a lot better than Jim Harbaugh's team. Uh, Shea, this Shea Patterson character stinks. I saw Albert Breer wrote uh, kind of like, you know, like a 10, just like 10 things of yeah. like prospects. And one of them was a guy that told him this offseason, like, yeah, I don't. An evaluator on Shea Patterson was like, I don't see one thing that he does well. Hmm. And then that guy, his quote was like, I fucking told you. Like, that's what he told you, like, you know, his response to him, like last week uh-huh. about Shea Patterson, uh-huh. who he basically said, like, this guy's going to be an undrafted free agent. And he's the undrafted free agent where he's not like, oh, he's an undrafted free agent, like compete for practice squad. Like you're talking just a guy that bring you into camp to get you through to practice. Like he ain't. But on some, but at no some point, NFL don't career. we say to be like, if I'm going to go counterpoint, like Jim, how many quarterbacks can you have that either don't develop or you choose wrong? I, I'm not using that as a defense or an excuse <laughs> of Jim. I'm just stating that just in a vacuum, as Shea Patterson, which is a reflection of Jim, like. Jim, why do you keep starting this guy one? Two, haven't you recruited someone that can beat him out three? And just in a vacuum, Shea Patterson stinks. Like he's not, I'm watching him going, how is this guy starting for a team that's in theory trying to compete for the playoffs? I think there's a lot of bad. Ohio State's got this dude that looks like Kyler Murray, but bigger and a better arm. I do think there's just a lot, mostly bad quarterbacks in college football. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 